Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be finishing my Week 7 recap, going from Saturday, Sunday. Also, we're at the quarter point of the season, so I'll give you a few of my breakdowns as far as the best teams, the surprise teams, the disappointments, as well as the best players, surprise players, and disappointment there. So... With that said, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I did the first half of the Week 7 recap. Did Monday through Friday. Probably should have cut it off a little shorter than that, but it is what it is. It's okay. Uh, I still got uh, plenty to... discuss here so we will get into it so let's talk about Saturday in week 7 of the NBA uh, schedule there so week 7 John Moran he was fined $35,000 for using inappropriate language to a referee and not leaving the court in a timely manner during a Wednesday loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 109 to 101. Also in that game, uh, Dylan Brooks, he also got ejected in that game. So a lot of tempers flying in that one. And John ja Moran fine for his antics. So speaking of ejections, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert of the Minnesota Timberwolves, oddly enough, talking about that team that beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, He gets ejected for tripping Kenrich Williams of the Oklahoma City Thunder in a game that they lost, uh, 135-128 to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. So, in that game... Shy Gilkius Alexander, who's been on an absolute tear coming out the gates. Uh, 33 points, 6 assists, and 3 steals. So, I tell you what, Shy has been playing well. I know I've talked about him in previous uh, episodes. It was He's another guy. It's just a matter of health. We, know, we knew he had the ability to... It was just the availability, but the fact now that he's been, he hasn't missed major time, so uh, definitely a guy who's definitely bringing it, um, and a guy who quietly is making the, well, maybe not so quietly, but he's definitely making the all-star push with what he's doing, so, so kudos there. Uh and then in a Saturday afternoon game, Jalen Brunson for the New York Knicks, he loses to his old team, Dallas, 121-100. to In that game, he has only 13 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds, all of which under his season average. So Jalen Brunson, you thought he'd come out with a little more urgency. Not the case. And in that game, Luka Doncic, he has 30 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists with 3 blocks. 
But the story was Tim Hardaway Jr., man. 28 points. He dropped eight threes in that game. I mean, he couldn't miss from three. Oh, my gosh. With seven rebounds as well. So, so the Knicks taking a, another tough, well, not a tough loss, but a bad loss at Madison Square Garden for them. So, then we move on. Golden State. I haven't really talked about Golden State in this um, in this week seven recap. Andrew Wiggins, uh, he goes for 36 points with eight three-pointers, as well as five rebounds, two steals. And then, of course, Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things. 30 points for him. Eight three-pointers for him as well. Ten assists and three rebounds as they shoot the lights out in beating the Houston Rockets. 120 to... 101 so uh so you well you're already you got three guys on the saturday um dropping eight three-pointers in a game wow that just tells you this it's a new nba now guys that's just the way it goes so and then in the last bit of saturday news anthony simmons man i tell you what man when this guy, he became, he was out there on the free agent market and Portland wisely re-signed him for big money too, by the way. In fact, he's getting about as much as Jalen Brunson for the Knicks. Uh, but this kid, man, whew. anyway, he goes off for 45 points with seven three-pointers um, along with four assists. And two blocks as Portland wins on the road against Utah, one sixteen to one eleven. So I keep calling him Simmons, Anthony Simons, Anthony Simons. I'm sorry. So Simons, man, he has. I tell you what, this young kid, he's playing well, and he's playing well in the absence of Dame Lillard. So Portland realizes they have a guy that they could hang their hat on when the um port when dame lillard is around so you don't get the exact results but you know he's done his best best to keep the team afloat and then also jeremy grant a great pickup for them well a great trade for them bringing him into the mix 33 points and five assists for him in that game so so portland still you know amongst those he at one time they were up um up top amongst the uh top three or four teams but now they kind of fell down to earth a bit so uh they need to get dame back in the fold all right so that's saturday's news let us turn to sunday Sunday, Dean Wade of the Cleveland Cavaliers, he's going to be out three to four weeks with a sprained shoulder. So, Dean Wade, a forward for them, uh, he's going to be out. So, uh, look for guys like Seti Osman to, you know, get a few more minutes in Wade's absence. So, uh, even a Karis Levert even uh, 
we'll see a little extra time. So, speaking of Cleveland, Cleveland loses an ugly game on the road to the Knicks. In fact, Knicks, Knicks had a back-to-back at home. So, uh, but they they came out. You know what? They said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to slow this thing down. We're going to go back to the 90s, slow it all down, and grind out a win, which they did. So, in that game for Cleveland, uh, Donovan Mitchell did get 23 points, but on 8 of 22 shooting and 2 of 11 from 3-point range. So, not the best of days for, uh, for Mitchell, who went off against the Knicks in the pre- their previous outing facing them. And then for the Knicks, Jalen Brunson redeems himself from Saturday. 23 points with four assists. So a uh, bit of redemption for Jalen Brown, who seems to always play well against Donovan Mitchell. So, so there you have it. Jose Alvarado. Oh, he's one of those self-made players, man, for the New Orleans Pelicans. He's a guy who's sort of like a Patrick Beverly type, a guy who get up in your shorts, play defense. Well, a young Patrick Beverly, that is, um, coming off your bench. But he has a career game here, 38 points. And he has eight three-pointers. Well, it's the next day, but still. As the Pelicans take care of Denver, 121-106 to for Denver, Nikolai Jokic, he has 32 points, 16 rebounds, 9 assists, so he's one assist away from a triple-double, and add with that two steals, so, uh, but the story here, Jose Alvarado, one of those guys who you can't help but root for he, he he's he's just one of those guys she uh underdog type who you know maxes maximizes his abilities especially for the pelicans so um in fact i'll talk about the pelicans in a little bit um and then job ja Morant. remember he got the fine on saturday uh, well, he comes roaring back on Sunday. Uh, he has 33 points, 10 assists, 5 rebounds as Memphis wins on the road versus Detroit. <laughs> 120, one, 122 to 112. And in that game also, Sadiq Bay coming off the bench, 24 points, 7 assists, and 6 rebounds. So, Maybe the, maybe the thing here is bringing Sadiq Bey off the, your bench because when he's a starter, he don't do that much. But coming off your bench, seems like he has more fire and desire there. So, um, But nonetheless, Memphis on the road wins. So, In a playoff rematch, Boston wins against the Brooklyn Nets. In Brooklyn, by the way, 103 to 92. And in that game, of course, Jalen Brown, 34 points with 10 rebounds. Jason Tatum, 29 points, 11 rebounds. So, uh, 
So Boston pretty much doing what they did to the Nets in the playoffs last year, uh, keeping them at bay as far as um, not letting their big two go crazy. KD does get 31 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 blocks, 2 steals. But it's Kyrie, though. Only 18 points on 7 of 21 shooting, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists in the game. So, um, so it's more the same of Boston besting the Brooklyn Nets. Zach Levine. Zach Levine. That's a name we haven't really spoke of. For the Chicago Bulls, he scores 41 points, but in a loss, though. To a loss on the road to Sacramento, 110 to 101. And in that game, DeMontis Sabonis, he has a triple double 11 points, 17 rebounds, and 10 assists. As he leads, well, he doesn't lead, but he's among seven players in double figures for the Sacramento Kings. And then the final game that we'll talk about um, Anthony Davis. Um, it's going to be pretty much touch and go um, the player of the week for next week. I think, I think he ends up getting it actually. Uh, he goes nuts in this game. 55 points, 17 rebounds, three blocks. Man, good gracious numbers. We haven't seen since, a man named Wilt Chamberlain. So, as L.A. gets the road win over Washington, 130 to 119. LeBron in this game, 29 point, 28 points for him, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Bradley Beal, he actually pulls a hamstring early in this game, about 5 minutes in. So, he only has 2 points and 1 rebound, which... Nearly killed me in fantasy basketball. Uh, I have them on one of my teams. But thankfully, they pulled out a tough win against the uh, actual uh, league leader who was undefeated at the time. But my squad got the win over him, which was pretty nice. So anyway, I digress. So Bradley Beal, we'll see what happens as far as a diagnosis. I'm sure I'll be talking about that in the in the week eight recap so uh we'll get to that news then so all right guys so that's everything as far as the um recap of the week goes so um i guess now i'll talk about the the uh court you know assess what happened the first quarter of the season and we'll take it from there. So, your best teams, as far as the East goes, is pretty obvious, isn't it, guys? The Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics has been the pride of the NBA and as a whole. So, uh, they, so Boston getting the nod of the best team in the East, and then in the West, it's Phoenix, of course. Uh, Talked about them extensively. Uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and those guys there. Uh, Cameron Payne stepping in for uh, Chris Paul. 
holding the fort down. So, and good news, they're getting Dario Saric back. So another body, another body in there that can help this team, that's for sure. Still no Jay Crowder. He's still out, um, holding out rather. So hoping for a trade. So we'll see there. So that's your best teams. Your surprise teams in the East, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Indiana Pacers. The Indiana Pacers right now among the top 6 teams in the East. Uh and all it really starts and begins with Tyrese Halliburton. Tyrese Halliburton has played phenomenally well for the Pacers there he's the head of the snake he makes that offense go so um, and they're just just a shade above 500 but they're playing you know they're playing good given the circumstances so a lot of us thought they was going to be one of those lottery teams yet again um, so far not the case so but there's still a lot of basketball to be played guys so and then in the West, uh, if you caught me about a week or so ago, I would have said Utah Jazz. But um, as fortunes would have it, uh, the Utah Jazz, um, not that team right now. It would be the New Orleans Pelicans. The New Orleans Pelicans are the team to... They're, they're actually right now... Uh, in second place in the West. Willie Green, I like what I saw from him last year. That bubble team, not bubble team, but the play-in team that uh, really overachieved, to be honest, and made it to that eighth seed to face the, the uh, Phoenix Suns. And, you know, hey, hey, they gave him a, a bit of a scare there. A bit of one. But uh, Willie Green, man, he has them playing well. And your key factor is Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson, for the most part, has been healthy. So the times he's been healthy, the team has taken off. So um, right now they're without C.J. McCollum. He. He was in health and safety protocols. I believe he still is. So uh, they they're having to kind of keep this thing together with uh, you know with uh, some uh, some uh, tape, <laughs> a bit of tape on some uh, ball of string to keep this thing together. So, but right now, again, they're second in that Western Conference you know again a lot can change but right now I say they're the surprise team in the West the disappointments I think that's pretty obvious um, as far as the East go it has to be Brooklyn the Brooklyn Nets not where you think they would be right now um, if playoffs finished today they would be uh, amongst the play-in teams so of course, a lot can change. They can climb up into the six, uh, top six spot. Um, again, I'm not really convinced with that team. I, I get it. I understand. 
You got KD and Kyrie there. Uh, ben Simmons with his injury history, that's going to be an issue. Um, and I think they're just missing something. They're missing that oomph. They're missing that, you know, again, that leader. Um, there's no leader in that locker room right now. There isn't one. So for someone to tell me that, you know, they're going all the way to the finals, maybe winning it all without leadership, I, I have a hard time swallowing that. I really do. So, and again, I'll say you can have all the talent in the world. It takes a bit more than that to get it done, especially in when it comes to winning uh, NBA championships. So, and then in the West, it has to be the the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, they're nowhere near where they should be. Um, you had LeBron hurt for a good while. He's back. Um, Anthony Davis, for the most part, has been healthy. But it's been the point guard play that's been killing them. It's been the guard play as a whole. Let me let me put it that way. So, Russell Wilson. No, Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook, I give him all the credit in the world. He accepted the bench role, and he seems to be flourishing in that role. So, I give him a lot of credit, man. He, he could have pouted. He could have sulked. He could have said, you know what, send me home, trade me out. But the man has did what um, what was asked of him, and he's excelling in that. I give him credit. But they need more guard help. They need more guard help. So, um, so right now, they're, if things were finished today, they will be on the outside looking in as far as even a play-in. So, um, can they turn things around? I've seen stranger things happen. There's still three, uh, three quarters of the season left. So, um, I don't rule them out just yet, but... It don't look good early, so we'll see. In terms of the best players, uh, it's pretty much the players of the month for the month of November. Uh, Jason Tatum and Devin Booker. I've recited their numbers to you and so forth. These are the number one guys on the number one teams in their respective conferences, and that that's just how it is. So... Um, Kudos to them. My surprise players in the East, I already spoke of this uh, this kid, Tyrese Hollyburton, and what he's doing, man. Um, he's putting up all-star caliber type numbers. Um, and he, he is just balling right now. Uh, 19 points per game, uh, nearly 11 assists. Per game as well. Almost two steals. I mean the kid is getting it done man. The kid is getting it done. Um, so. But in that. <laughs> as far as All-Star go. It's always tough. In, especially in that conference. For guards to get in. But. Um, so far he looks good. So far he looks good. And then in the West. I know. Everybody would say Shy Gilkius Alexander, but again, um, 
he's a guy who would have done that regardless. It's just availability for him. But I'm going to say Laurie Marketing for the Utah Jazz. Here's a guy, another guy who's injury plagued, but he's been healthy all season long. But you didn't know he could do this. You knew what he can do, but you didn't know he can do this. He can be the um, kind of the leader of that Utah Jazz team a bit. So, um, Laurie Markkinen, I mean, the team is kind of coming back down to earth. Yes, they're doing that. I mean, they are in that tough uh, Western division. So, um, I mean, Western Conference. But he's scoring 22 points per game, 8.5 rebounds. Um, it, and the kid is, he's, he's balling right now. So, um, uh, will he get all-star consideration? Maybe, maybe. But, um, but he's playing well. And this is for a team that everybody and their mother thought would be tanking right now. But they're couple of games over 500 so uh tanking not so much so uh but again still a lot of season to go disappointments i had to kind of search and figure out but i didn't want to i didn't want to penalize guys who are actually hurt um because you know injury shouldn't be the case in the fact that you are a disappointment but um i'll give you two john collins prior to his injury which just happened um pretty much now a fourth option in that offense for the atlanta hawks right behind trey young the john day murray and then even the DeAndre Hunter. So um, this is a guy you're giving 25 mil a year, and he's your fourth option now. Not good, which is why you always hear the trade rumor talks concerning him. So um, it's it it's so bad that um, even your uh, Julius Randle hating Nick fans don't even want him. In exchange for Randall, so so you know, uh, he's persona non grata right now. So, John Collins in the East and the West had to kind of dig for this too, but has to be Patrick Beverly. I mean, for the Lakers to start start this guy over Russell Westbrook is insane to me, but um. He has his lowest career numbers across the board. Um, it, it's just un, unthinkable. The fact that they have to play this guy. Um, but, you know, he, he's giving you barely four points a game. Uh, nearly four rebounds. Two and a half assists. Um, even steals, he's down there. He usually gives you at least one a game. So, uh, yeah. So, it 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 makes absolutely no sense to me the fact that he started all these games and 
yet uh, the record is what it is. So, um, yeah, so that's my disappointment as far as that goes. So, all right, guys, so that is my assessment of the first quarter of the season. Now, let us look at the schedule ahead. On tonight, you had um, the Suns going to the Mavericks in a game televised on NBA TV. Anything else of interest as far as the schedule? Uh, Yeah, the Heat playing the Grizzlies tonight. That should be a good one. Um... Pacers and Warriors, that could be an interesting game. Pacers going out to California to face the Warriors. Um, And Tuesday's action, uh, Lakers going to the Cavaliers. uh, LeBron going back to Cleveland. I guess that holds some interest. Uh, And then you got the Mavericks facing the Nuggets. So, Mavericks on a back-to-back, it looks like. Yeah, so, Mavericks on a back-to-back going to Denver. That's uh, that's not an easy deal, so, so you got that there. Wednesday, uh, the Knicks face, face their arch nemesis, the Atlanta Hawks, in Madison Square Garden. So, this will be... Trey Young's first visit to the Garden, so of course the Garden will be electric in that regard. Um, what else we have uh, that's appealing? Sacramento Kings going to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, if you check with me before the season began, this I'd be like, this is a nothing game, but the Kings are playing well right now. Bucks are the Bucks, so. Uh, this could be a pretty interesting game. Apart uh, from that, and then you got the late game on ESPN, the Boston Celtics facing the Phoenix Suns. The top two teams in both divisions playing on Wednesday, December 7th. Uh, that should be good. Thursday, yeah. Got the Nuggets facing the... Trailblazers on NBA TV, so um, Dame should be back for that game, going up against the Joker and his squad, so that should be good. Um, Clippers and Heat, uh, that could be interesting. Uh, Heat's right now, uh, you could have named them uh, a disappointing team as well, but Brooklyn's more of a disappointment, I think. So, uh, but Heat need to kind of pull it together. So, and then you got Friday slate of games. Friday, what's of interest here? Uh, the Hawks and Nets should that should be an interesting one. The Hawks going to Barclay, where Trey won't get the same kind of treatment he got at this Garden, but. Uh, unless some um, Nick fans uh, uh, kind of sneak into the building there, so and then you got the Kings at the Cavaliers, with again 
before the season start, that's a pretty much nothing game. But with both teams playing well right now, um, that could be a game of interest. Lakers facing the Sixers. Uh, that should be a good one, especially with the way Anthony Davis is playing versus uh, Joel Embiid. That'll be a pretty good matchup to see, that's for sure. Uh, Phoenix going to the Pelicans. I was just talking about the Pelicans. So you have the top two teams in the West doing battle on Friday, December 9th. And, and then in the late window, you have Milwaukee Bucks going to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, that could be a nice one there. Saturday schedule. What do you have? Uh... The Nets facing the Pacers. Um, Pacers play, been playing the Nets tough this season so far, so that can be of interest there. Uh, the first a ABC game, Boston facing uh, going to Golden State, so that should be um, that should be a nice one there. Uh, it's a primetime game as well on ABC, so yeah, so all eyes will be there, that's for sure. Uh, the Jazz facing the Nuggets. Uh, two division rivals going at it there. That should be um, that should be a good one too. And then Sunday, Sunday, uh, Sacramento comes to the Knicks. Eh. We'll see how these Knicks are playing come come that point. So, um, also, oh, and you got the Suns and Pelicans on a back, um, coming back to play each other again after they play each other on Friday. They come back a Sunday at the same place playing. Mm, interesting. So you have that. What else uh, is of interest? Yeah, not much else really. So, all right, guys. So that is your schedule in a nutshell. So uh, a lot to look forward to for week eight. So, all right, guys. So I am done. That's it for me. Once again, I thank you for listening to the podcast, All Things Basketball, with your boy GD. And as always, peace and we'll talk soon. Take care. So my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com. Also on my anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also, you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, 
clubhouse and fan base so once again i thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe